Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hello, friends. This week's episode will be different. Instead of having a co-host, you'll be stuck with my voice for the next 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah, calm down, people. So today, we'll put a spotlight on the way police often targets and terrorizes communities of color. And our communities is still grappling with the consequences. Think of all the things we've seen in the past six years. I Can't Breathe, Black Lives Matter, Blue Lives Matter... Jay-Z and the NFL and the best episode of Blackish. But I mean that episode was really good folks. A lot of these protests were productive. But then we have the Pepsi commercial with Kendall Jenner. Like here you go, get a Pepsi, racism solved. That's not an ad for Pepsi, by the way. That's an ad for being a rich white girl. Let me be honest with you. I'm afraid of a lot of things. The FBI, the CIA, the GRU, the FRA. Basically, if your agency ends with a wow, I'm scared of you. Look, I can empathize with fear and anxiety around law enforcement. But when it comes to police brutality, I can't really speak to that. Enough about me. Let's go back in time, folks. Just over 150 years ago, this was money. Bills would enslave people picking cotton. These slaves didn't represent wealth in America, they were wealth. By 1863, they were worth over $3 billion. Since then, America has slowly, painfully transformed as a country breaking down racial barrier after barrier. I think the racial wealth gap speaks to the fact that we still have a long way to go to achieve ideals of equality in the world. For example, the median white household's wealth, their savings, assets, minus their debts, is $171,000. The median black household is $17,600. And that gap is still growing. Why? Well, like Michelle Obama said, I wake up every morning in a house that was built by slaves. Slaves had been creating wealth for their owners for 246 years. That wealth, wise got to keep. And there's an amazing thing about wealth that people who have it know it well. It grows across generations. Just ask Jay-Z. 
I bought some artwork for one million. Two years later, that shit worth two million. Two years later, that shit worth eight million. It doesn't take a risky Picasso-sized bet to see wealth grow dramatically. It just takes time. If you live in a stable country and can invest long term, values generally go up. Let me explain compounding interest. Imagine you invest $100 in 1863. The average annual inflation adjusted return in the US stock market has been around 7%. And the next year is worth $107. After 21 years, it's worth $443. After 51 years, is worth $3,373. Fast forward, today the $100 would be worth over $4 million. To this day, African Americans make a lot less money than whites. They're far more likely to be unemployed and studies show employers still discriminate. But even if we manage to close those gaps right now, Centuries of inequality have already compounded most powerfully through the justice system. Let's talk about the separate legal and political framework that shields cops from consequences, gives them special rights when defending themselves, and often trains them to fear the communities that they're supposed to protect. And look, you might be like, Layla, what do you know about police? You're just a Mideastern woman who just does podcasting in her basement. And I can't really argue with that, but I mean, look, the fact that police departments typically spend eight hours training officers in conflict de-escalation and 129 hours training them in weapons and fighting back. That can't be the right ratio. Think about it. That's like if a firefighter would spend 94% of their training to slide down the fireman's pole, they're like... Look, just in case this definitely happens, we gotta know how to properly slide down. There are a lot of factors at play. Because outside of fear-based training, there's another structural problem with policing. Lack of consequence. After they're trained, cops get played by a completely different set of rules. And you might be like, well yeah, police should have different rules, but some of these rules have gone way too far. Did you know it's almost impossible to sue a cop in America? Because every single cop is protected by a legal concept called qualified immunity. Now normally, when you sue a civilian, you have to prove that that person violated your rights. But when you sue a cop, you have to prove they violated a right that was clearly established. But a right isn't considered clearly established until someone successfully sues a cop for violating it. It's the police version of trying to get your first job. Remember, like you go in, you're like, how do I get a job? And they're like, well, you need previous experience, but you can't get that experience without having a job. And you're like, damn it, just give me the fucking job already. But maybe, just maybe, that's someone who successfully sues a cop for violating their right can be George Floyd's family, who is seeking justice for the incident that happened on the 25th of May. I know that we have a lot of these kinds of happenings, and some of you might think this will blow over just like when Facebook found it guilty of selling private data to private companies. But this happening and the movement that it has created could be historical. 
Not only has one of the Minneapolis officers who brutally killed George Floyd been charged with murder, but the event has also brought us together, united, stronger than ever. Now, the protesters of Minneapolis welcome Friday's murder charge against the white officer, but demands the three other officers involved to be arrested as well. Will this go down in history, or will it just be another headline? It all comes back to where we started today's discussion, in communities of colour. Because when you have a hair-triggered cops in a culture that often sees one type of person as a constant threat, what do you think is going to happen? America needs to understand that communities of colour are experienced on the ground every day when it comes to police. Black and brown people don't hate the police, they hate bad cops. The culture of policing in the country is so defensive that it refuses to acknowledge that there are some things we can do wrong. It's the culture that defends the cop for doing the wrong thing against the black or brown person that got killed. Even when you got in broad daylight and you got it on digital recording and for God's sake everybody with the rational capacity can see what's going on. Those are the kind of issues that needs to be addressed. Black people are not anti-police. They're anti-bad cops. All people should be anti-bad cops, not anti-police. But that means reforming problems like overprotective unions, special legal protection in fear-based training, because if cops are going to be held to a different standard, it should be a higher one. Thank you guys for listening and remember, treat others like you want to be treated. It goes for you officers as well. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.